Hello and welcome to Sard's Audio Fan Fictions. I'm Sard. Thanks for tuning in. In today's episode, I will be reading The Consequences by Bluebell-UK. If this author sounds familiar, that is because this is the third in the trilogy of Harry Potter one-shot fanfics. The first was The Quiz, followed by The Answers, and now here are The Consequences. Summary. Find out what the consequences to the quiz were, including an interview with everyone's favorite reporter, Rita. Rated? General audiences. Main relationship? Harry Potter, Hermione Granger. If you'd like to listen to parts one and two of this series, please follow the links in the description below. There you should find the links to past episodes and chapters. Also, just a quick reminder, the entirety of this fic will be made available as a single complete audiobook upon the airing of this episode. It and other complete works can be found on my website at sardsaudiofanfics.com. I do apologize that this episode is very, very short, but I'm working on some very, very long chapters in the coming weeks, so this is just to get me through to next week. And I had completely forgotten that while I had promised a trilogy, I had failed to deliver a trilogy. So here it is, and I hope you enjoy this little snippet, and I will see you next week. Right, with all that out of the way, let's get to it. Happy listening! The Consequences by Bluebell-UK Hermione sat in a secluded corner of the library at Hogwarts. In fact, she was in what many students referred to as Hermione's home. This was because she almost always used this corner. It was partially hidden behind the History of Magic bookshelves and had a comfy sofa for a bit of light reading as well as a desk and a chair for studying. However, Hermione was not there for light reading or even studying. She was, in fact, practicing her question-and-answer technique. Taking a break from her cue cards, Hermione thought back over how she ended up in this predicament. A few weeks had passed since Harry had made an agreement with the editors of the Daily Prophet and Witch Weekly. They had agreed Harry would pay for a special copy of Witch Weekly to be sent with every copy of the Daily Prophet. What made this edition so special was the Harry Potter-approved questionnaire, Harry Potter, how well do you know him? It was an attempt by Harry to get fangirls off his back by showing them that they did not know or like him but were instead hung up on the boy who lived. Any interested parties would pay a small fee which was donated to St. Mungo's Hospital in return for getting their answers marked. And out of the thousands of entries, 987,235, according to the Daily Prophet, only one person managed to get all the answers correct. Tiger Lily. Smiling, she thought back on the confrontation she and Harry had had in the common room when he told her he knew she was Tiger Lily. Blushing, she remembered her small rant about how Harry deserved to be with someone that knew the real him, would not pander to his every whim, who had his best interests at heart, would be there every step of the way, tell him when he was being an idiot or a prat, would think for themselves and not do something just because he said so or asked but overall someone that loved him for him. Just Harry. Her blush deepened as she remembered his kind words and kiss on her cheek. After that kiss, she had told him she loved him. You forgot, 
Someone that loves you just for being you. Someone that loves Harry. Just Harry. Before dragging him off to their next class. A week after the common room incident, the Daily Prophet had contained an article stating that the Harry Potter quiz was now closed, and they were trying to secure an interview with Tiger Lily, the only person, for they could not tell if it was a girl or boy or even their age, who had answered all of the questions correctly. Unfortunately for Harry, Ron, and Hermione, this led to a lot of speculation from the student body on who Tiger Lily was. So far, they had all remained silent, and each time he was asked, Harry said he would let Tiger Lily reveal herself if and when she wanted to before the interview that was promised to the Daily Prophet. It was strange, really. Things were so different from then on, but only a few things changed. Sighing, Hermione realized all this would change in a day or so after the obligation for an interview was fulfilled. There was only three things keeping Hermione calm at the moment. Number one, Harry would be there answering questions with her. Number two, the interviewer would have to be on her best behavior if she did not want the wizarding world aware of her bugging technique. And finally, the hand of her boyfriend running gently up and down her back and occasionally threading softly through her chestnut hair. If you don't stop that, my hair will be bushier than normal, she smiled. I don't care, came the whispered response. Hermione sighed, picked up her cue cards, and continued her studying. A few days later, the post-owls arrived midway through breakfast in the Great Hall. Shortly after, squeals and exclamations could be heard all through the hall. The first page of the Daily Prophet read, Read our exclusive interview with Tiger Lily and Harry Potter, page 5. This short headline was accompanied by a picture of Harry with his arm around another person dressed in jeans and a jumper. The face and hair had been obscured by a spell on the original photo. Silence descended on the hall, except for the rustling of paper as friends crowded round each other, all trying to read the article at the same time. Then came the reactions as people saw the half-page photo of Harry and Hermione standing together arms around each other's waists. Hermione? I'm not surprised. She is his best friend. Ha ha ha, Potter and the Mudbull. Mr. Malfoy, if you finish that sentence, you'll be serving weeks of detention with Mr. Filch, came the crisp voice of the Transfiguration Professor. Sharing a smile, Harry, Ron, and Hermione spread the paper between the three of them to read. Tiger Lily Revealed by Rita Skeeter. Loyal readers, the wait is over, and here at the Daily Prophet we can now exclusively reveal that the only person to answer all five questions posed in our Harry Potter quiz three weeks ago was none other than his female best friend, Hermione Granger. Due to this reporter's close working relationship with both Mr. Potter, who asked me to call him Harry, and Miss Granger, who also invited this reporter to call her Hermione, I was granted an exclusive interview with Harry and Hermione. Following is a transcript of our interview, word for word. So, Mr. Potter, what made you decide to call me Harry? And please call me Hermione. Thank you, Harry, Hermione. I must insist you call me Rita, then. So, Harry, what made you decide to approach Witch Weekly and the Daily Prophet with this quiz idea? Well, Rita, 
To be honest, I was getting fed up with people showing interest in the boy who lived, but not really caring about Harry. Just Harry. Here, Harry and Hermione shared a small smile. So, Mr. Potter, was it a surprise to you that only one person answered all of the questions correctly? In a way, yes, and in a way, no. I was really surprised that Hermione entered, as I already knew she knew the real me. I thought maybe one or two of our other friends or yearmates, if they entered, would get at least three or four correct. Hermione, what made you decide to try the quiz? Well, apart from the fact that the money raised went to St. Mungo's, a friend, Ginny Weasley, and her yearmate, Romilda Vine, asked me to. Well, challenged, actually. I see. A couple of weeks ago, we released a copy of your answers in the newspaper, and as many readers may recall, Hermione, your answers also had notes on them, didn't they? Yes, they did. As many of my professors and fellow students can attest to, I like to give a full answer and opinion as necessary. Yes, so we read. Like this one about having sugar in his coffee. He really should cut down on that sugar is bad for his teeth? Well, um... Hermione always looks out for me and has my best interests at heart. Here, Hermione blushed slightly. Don't you, Hermione? Of course, you prat. Interview paused whilst Hermione and Harry's laughter subside. Well, it's obvious you two care for each other. Perhaps my article in your fourth year was just a little early? Rita. Rita. Of course we care for each other. However, it's not a bed of roses. There are a few things that bug us about each other. Really? Like what? Hmm. Hermione is very difficult to drag away from her books. You sometimes need a repelling charm to keep Harry off his firebolt. He's a magnet for trouble. She can be clumsy, tripping over her book bag, for instance. Harry! Shush! You were saying, Rita? So, Harry, did you know straight away Hermione was Tiger Lily? No, actually. Ron. Weasley, their other best friend since their first year of Hogwarts, pointed it out. And how did he know? Well, after so many years studying together, proofing homework and so on, I guess he recognized my handwriting. I knew I should have charmed it. What happened next? Well, I was a bit embarrassed when the result was sent to Harry, so I excused myself and went to the common room to gather my books for class. And add to your already four foot of history homework. Yes, well, that was an interesting bit of information. I mean, can you imagine crossing your own timeline? No, not at all. Anyway, Harry came in and we discussed it. I told him my reasons and we left for class. Hermione, we promised to be truthful. Really, Harry, I don't think they need to know every single sentence and movement that happened. Miss Granger, lying does not suit you. I'm not lying, Harry. I just don't think that the readers will be interested in knowing about me lying on top of you in the common room in your arms and shouting at you before we ran to history and was almost late because you stole my quill. Hermione, you just told them. What? Rita, can you read that back to me? Of course. I read the previous comments back to Hermione. Oh, Harry, stop laughing. This is not funny. Do you have any idea how that sounds? Calm down, Hermione. It's not my fault. 
So Hermione would not answer me when I asked her about the quiz. So I borrowed her quill, and she tripped over Crookshanks trying to get it. Well, I decided she was not allowed up until she answered me. Nicely done, Harry. What about the shouting? Well, let's just say I had missed some things, and Hermione was just pointing them out to me. Such as? Just about wanting the best for him, and that he meets someone that loves him for himself. Just Harry. Oh, you really do care for each other, don't you? More than we even knew, I think. Definitely. So, what is next for the pair of you? Well, we will just have to wait and see. But whatever it is, I hope we're together. Same here. And I hope Hermione finds someone that loves her for being just Hermione. Not just her brain. Even if it gets me out of trouble all the time. I already have, Harry. Sounds like you might be moving on from being just friends. Like we said, we'll just have to wait and see. Well, thank you for your time. I'm sure you have studying and other activities to get on with. Of course, Newt's are nearly here. We have to start preparing a revision schedule, practice tests. Hermione! The three friends finished reading the article. Harry and Ron taking longer than Hermione. So, what do you think? Ron asked, passing the paper back to Hermione. Well, she hasn't added anything extra in, so I'm happy with it. What about you, Hermione? I think it's accurate as well. Remind me we need to send Rita a thank you letter, Hermione answered, putting her cup of tea down and turning to face Harry. No problem, he answered, and they leaned in, sharing a gentle kiss. Oh, I fool. Ronald! Sorry, sorry. I'm happy for you two, but really, do you have to do that in front of me? Yep, yep, they chorused, before kissing each other again, before all three started laughing. Well, that's it for this episode. I hope you've enjoyed. This has been The Consequences, written by Bluebell-UK, narrated by Saird, theme music, Spirited Away, by Guillaume. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you've enjoyed. Till next time, happy listening. In business, you rarely hear the expression, for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. 
Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to awaken180weightloss.com. 